Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We know what we think. What do you think? Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. But don't ask me what it is because it's not important because it was really bad. I haven't seen him since the fits. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. It's Saturday afternoon on The Fan, which means it's New York accent with Damon Amendolora. He's funny how? Here's D.A. Sometimes it's Saturday afternoon. Sometimes it's Sunday afternoon. How we doing, everybody? Thanks so much for joining us. D.A. Damon Amendolora with you over the next couple of hours. We appreciate you dropping on by on this rainy, wet, soaked Sunday afternoon. And on July the 16th, I would have fully figured, fully assumed, we would be talking about the throes of baseball season, pennant races and postseason hopes and trade deadline acquisitions and what the Yankees need and what the Mets need to put them over the hump coming into this season. I would have assumed... Before the year, early in the year, this will be the type of show, the type of afternoon that we've come to know and love as New York sports fans for a long time. Weeks before the trade deadline, what do these teams need to do? Who is out there? What holes to fill? I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I have been relentlessly at times in my sports fandom, especially for the Mets, relentlessly optimistic, probably naively so, believing that there's a path, there's a way, just wait it out, the baseball season's long, there is always hope, because if you don't have hope, what is there as a sports fan? But I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it today. I'm not going to sit here and drum up some false excitement or enthusiasm for the trade deadline because I just think that these two franchises are dead. I think these two franchises are DOA, dead in the water, and I don't want to do it. I don't want to sit here and bore you and bore me and go back over all the issues, the problems, all the reasons why this has been such a disappointing, disheartening season in both the Bronx and Queens. And so I'm not going to put you through the pain of two and a half hours of baseball talk or even 15 minutes of baseball talk. Let's just say sayonara and move into football season. Pat Leonard's going to join us from the New York Daily News. He's going to join us coming up one hour from now on the Saquon deadline, which comes up tomorrow. It's the day 
that the Giants and Saquon need to have come to some type of agreement, strike some type of deal, or dum dum dum, the nuclear option. Saquon then has to play on the one-year franchise deal, which he doesn't want to do, or he's got to sit out. And so we'll discuss that. And I want to talk about the Jets. I want to talk about the Jets and hard knocks and Aaron Rodgers and the NFL putting teams through this. The one thing I'll say about the Mets, at least, coming out of the the All-Star break, we all know that things looked bleak early in the year, and certainly the WBC and the injury to Edwin Diaz was a harbinger for things to come, and that right off the right out of the shoot, right off the top, felt bad. But you have the All-Star break. There was a, a smidge of momentum before the All-Star break. And here is Justin Verlander, signed for the money that he signed for, with plenty of rest to go out there at home, at City Field, and send some type of message. Some type of, I've won Cy Young's, I've won World Series, I was paid to come here to be maybe not the ace, but an ace or one of the top of the rotation guys, and I still got it. At least for a night, I'm setting the tone. The fact that he was so bad on Friday night, the fact that he was so off, the fact that his arm was so inaccurate, the fact that there were so many balls and so many walks and just so many lousy at-bats by Verlander, that to me was the white flag. Look, that was it. That was the moment. Either you walk through that door or you don't, Justin Verlander and New York Mets. And the fact that the last two nights, the offensive production has been so pitiful and the bats have been so quiet I mean enough is enough enough is enough and for Verlander at 39 years old coming off the year that he did all right maybe expecting him to be 29 year old Verlander was too much but still he shouldn't take a day where he's got all of this rest and a chance to reset reboot fresh start for everybody at least in some way shape or form and be that bad as though he's not locked in, he's not focused. It makes you wonder if Verlander just doesn't have it anymore and he's just laboring through the aging years, or if he doesn't have the bulldog mentality unless everything around him's really good. And if he's the one asked to carry everything or set the tone, he doesn't have the ability to do so. That was as despicable a performance as you're going to find for a guy that has the type of resume he does on the rest that he had. I mean, come on. Okay, enough is enough with those guys. I want to start off with this hard knocks thing. Okay, so the New York Jets didn't want to do hard knocks, but the NFL needs a team for hard knocks. NFL Films needs a team for hard knocks. The production team needs a team for hard knocks. And so there's a formula now that they've factored in to decide who's going to be the hard knocks team. If you've got a new head coach, you don't have to do it. If you've made the playoffs in either of the two most recent seasons, you don't have to do it. Or if you've done it once in the last decade, you don't have to do it. Well, guess what? Jets don't have a new head coach. Jets have not made the playoffs the last two years. The Jets have not done it in the last 10. Last time they did that was the Rex Ryan 2010 season, and so that's more than a decade ago. And so, oh, 
you are vulnerable to the NFL picking you to do it. And I think Aaron Rodgers struck the right tone when he was asked about it the other day, saying they kind of shoved it down our throats, but we just have to embrace that. And I think if Rodgers is worth whatever he is worth in terms of taking the team to the next level, perhaps being a contender, what have you, then that's that's the type of attitude he needs to set. Saying, I, I know why we're on there. We're interesting. There's eyes on me. He said, quote, they forged it down our throats and we got to deal with it. That's the way they have to, they have to approach this. We don't want to do it. You know we don't want to do it. We know we don't want to do it, but now we got to deal with it. And that's that's life, and that is certainly life in the NFL and high-level, high-pressure professional sports and collegiate sports. There are things you don't want to deal with, but because you want to be great, you're going to have to. Okay, so I hope that Rodgers and the Jets take that page and use that Instead of lying that, oh, we're so thrilled to have these prying cameras behind the scenes and we don't think it's a distraction at all, you simply say, we didn't want to do it, but we're now going to deal with it, right? You you take the challenge head on. Fine. I've got a problem with the NFL forcing any team to do this. And it's not as though there isn't a precedent for not having the series done. Okay, if we go back to the early years of Hard Knocks, it was the Ravens that began it in 01, a very memorable series. The Cowboys did it in 02. And by season number three, teams got cold feet. Hell, they might have got cold feet after the Ravens and the Cowboys those two years as well. The Ravens were defending Super Bowl champs. They had big characters, Ray Lewis, Shannon Sharp, etc., The Cowboys, led by Jerry Jones, always looking for more promotion, looking for more attention. But it's possible back then nobody else wanted to do it either. We don't know. But by 03, nobody wanted to do it. And so they punted on the series. Now, this is 03. There's the argument to be made now in 2023 with social media the way that it is. What you see on Hard Knocks have been so watered down and washed out anyway. Why do you even need Hard Knocks anymore? That is certainly an argument. But back in 03, teams didn't want to do this. There was no Hard Knocks in 03, 04, 05, and 06. For years, they didn't do it because nobody wanted to do it. Finally, Chiefs did in 07. Cowboys again in 08, Bengals 09, and then the Rex Ryan Jets in 2010. In 2011, again, no hard knocks. They had the lockout that year. 2012 Dolphins, 2013 Bengals. And then since, they've activated that formula. Falcons 14, Texans 15, Rams 16, Bucks 17, Browns 18, Raiders 19. 20 was the two LA teams, Chargers and Rams. 2021, the Cowboys did it a third time. Last year, remember, Dan Campbell and the Lions. May I ask this question? If you are the NFL, why are you actively doing something to one of your franchises that you admit is a negative for them. If there's no teams that want to do it, no teams that volunteer doing it, I realize the production machine has to move on, but can't you pivot to a different series? 
The NFL is so loyal to hard knocks that even if teams don't want to do it, they're just going to force it. That feels ridiculous to me. It feels like square peg round hole. If you've got an organization that says we have bigger fish to fry than allowing your cameras behind our coaching doors and decision makers, let those teams chase the thing that matters, how they think they need to chase it, which is the Super Bowl. If the Jets don't want to do this, they shouldn't be forced to do it. Change the series. It's not hard knocks, then do something else. I'm sure you've got plenty of script writers and producers and league officials that have plenty of projects on their table and just say, nobody wants to do it this year, and so we pivot to X, Y, or Z. Because when I see this formula, I just find this to be so illogical. Number one, if you've got a new head coach, you don't have to do it. Why? Well, because they realize it's disruptive. They realize there's already this amazing pressure and change that's going on with a new head coach. They don't want to add more to it because this is disruptive. So it's like, well, you're already weakened with a new head coach, so we don't want to weaken you anymore. Well, then why are we doing this in the first place if we admit that it's too much for a new head coach to handle? Number two, what about a head coach that's on the hot seat? Potentially like Robert Sala. If we admit that a brand new head coach, it's not good for them, why would it be good for a coach that is trying to hold on to his job security? This is illogical. If we are admitting that it's too much to create more disruption for a new head coach, why do we think it's fine to create disruption for a head coach that is is trying to survive? Number two. If you've made the playoffs either of the last two years. So what does that mean? That basically, oh, if you're good, you get the Willy Wonka golden ticket. But if you're bad, you get punished even more. I mean, look, yes, there should be things that come along with being a good franchise. But you know what those are? Stability. Ticket sales. Winning. Not Oh, and thank God we don't have to do hard knocks. The league is admitting here it is a disruptive thing to do and that we don't want to put a team with a new head coach through it or a team that is good has earned the ticket out. Why are we still doing this? The NFL should be in the business, of course, entertainment, but really in the business of supporting the franchises in the ultimate endeavor of winning a Super Bowl. And I get bothered, I get annoyed, I get angry when I see the league consistently use that ultimate goal and dismiss it. Dismiss it constantly. Why are we playing in Germany? Why are we playing internationally? Certainly not for competitive balance. Why are we playing on a a Sunday in London, but that means you can't come home and play on a Thursday? It's because they know that's disruptive and that's a competitive disadvantage. Stop doing things that take away from the ultimate goal, which is winning a Super Bowl. Stop doing those things because this just in, not a league that needs hard knocks or Germany to survive. They're doing quite well, thank you. They don't need hard knocks. They don't need the international series.
They're not holding on by a thread trying to keep the lights on at Park Avenue because, well, we got that got that check from HBO for hard knocks, so now we can we can keep the lights on everybody. This ain't the newspaper industry. Stop inserting things into the league that are disruptive to the ultimate goal. And if I were a Jets fan, I would be bothered by this. Because the NFL's admitting, yeah, nobody wanted to do it because it's disruptive, but we're forcing you to do it. Sorry. For what? For what? A handful of episodes where we don't really get that much good stuff anyway because social media channels have taken it, in-house production teams have taken it, and teams get the final say anyway? That's why we're doing this? I'm not going to sit here and tell you there's not an entertainment value to Hard Knocks, and NFL Films is amazing. NFL Films does the best sports documentary work of any company anywhere. I could sit down and watch the America's Game series or the Football Life series or any of the Road to the Super Bowls or any of the old-school Super Bowl highlights. I mean, forget it. NFL Films does epic, iconic work. I'm not dismissing their talent, their ability, but if no team wants to do this, just let that production team do something else. They're pretty good at this. I saw this this week and I said, this this doesn't pass the sniff test, Aaron Rodgers. They shoved it down our throats. Now we got to deal with it. Why should the league be doing that to any singular entity, any team? It makes no sense. 877-337-6666. 877-337-6666 is the phone number. 877-337-6666. On Twitter, you can get at me, DA on CBS. Or on Instagram, my DMs are open as well, at Damon Amendo on Instagram. Follow me and DM me there. Uh, I want to talk about the Saquon Barkley stuff as well. I'll come back after the break and talk about Saquon and what I think he should do and where I think the Giants land on this. More football straight ahead. Don't we want to talk about football at this point in time? I know it's a little early. Training camps haven't opened up yet. It's still July. But between the Mets and the Yankees, I just don't want this rainy day to just be depressing for two and a half hours. I don't know about you. If you've got thoughts on those teams and the, certainly the death this weekend of the Mets against the Dodgers as though they weren't already, that's fine. I'll take the phone call. But if you want to just turn our attention and full speed ahead to football season, I'm here for it. I'm going to try to lead the charge. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.